0: Twenty-four, The 329th day of 2020. There are 37 days left in the year. Good morning, MV. Got you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's country station, 1039. The Moose live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines. From around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country, guess what? We might talk about COVID-19. Uh, we will also talk about Thanksgiving, but more specifically, we will talk to a Butterball Turkey talk line expert. We're two days away. Everything you need to know about Turkey, we will tell you that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini Burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey, how's Misty? I'm okay. How are you? Uh, not too bad. I um, I know how much you love mug shots.
1: Do you love a good, you love mug a good shot. funny
0: mugshot? Yeah, you know, I yeah. think one of your favorites is No Regrets. Oh, that is a
1: fantastic one. But who
0: doesn't like a good No Regurts mugshot? Yeah. I present to you perhaps what I think is the leader in the clubhouse for the best mugshot of the year. 2020 uh, has been an interesting year, but I found a mugshot of a guy. One, the hair is spot on. Is that Bob
1: Ross's kid? It's
0: Bob Ross's son, but he's got half a beard. Yeah. Not a north and a south half of a beard. He's got an east and west half of a yes. beard. Yes. He's. If you look at his profile one way, he's clean shaven. Yeah. If you look at him the other way, he's got you know br- a pretty good beard.
1: He's got indecisive written all over him.
0: He he does have indecisive, mm-hmm. or depending upon you know like if the ladies like the oh, beard, yeah, he yeah, sits yeah, yeah, on yeah. this side of a them. Bar, yeah. If they say I don't like beards, then yeah. he sets on the other side and says, Hey, good looking, yeah. how you doing? I like so it. So it's actually it's versatility he's, at its yeah, finest. He's a uh, player of versatility. I, I knew you. I knew yeah. you would. He would like that. That's great. Uh, he is the five-time winner. of of the coveted Ohio News Honk Award, two-time Silver Sound nominee, and uh, the only living eyewitness to the great turkey drop of 1978 (laughs) at WKRP. He's covering every corner of the globe, from Washington, London, Moscow, and even Shrewsbury. It's Sam Gormley and the
2: sports. (laughs) Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, Not too bad. Getting ready for the turkey drop? Yeah, we gotta get ready. Yeah, we don't is, have a bridge, so we can't in <laughs> northern Kentucky. So we gotta find a way to get over to Cincinnati. At somehow. the
0: Hillsdale Shopping Center. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait till tomorrow. We'll get to play the uh, Great Turkey Drop for everyone. Got to be reminded of it the day before. Uh, did did day we before purchase the
2: helicopter to do it here?
0: Uh, no, I think we were. That was. Uh, I thought that was in the sports budget. It's going to be a sports we have, helicopter. We have a budget? Of... <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, it's called Can We?
0: <laughs> Can We? We got a Can We budget.
2: We got someone who's on that.
0: <laughs> You are, uh, so uh, the the maybe the best thing about 2020 for you, Sam, is that you're learning a lot of new vocabulary words that you had no idea you were going to learn this year. At the beginning of the year, you had no idea how many new words you were going to get to learn. That's probably accurate. And so the Oxford Dictionary, they can't pick one word of the year, so they've picked several words of the year. Uh, You will not be surprised to know that climate emergency is in the running, but it is trumped by COVID-19, by coronavirus. Other words, face masks, reopening, social distancing Had we ever really considered social distancing before? Mm -hmm. uh, At least not by that term. No, not Mm -hmm. by that term. Flatten the curve, super spreader, lockdown. Uh, So we've got uh, other words like doom scrolling. We have uh, Juneteenth, we have Black Lives Matter, we have impeachment, we have conspiracy theory, we have QAnon, we have cancel culture. So many new terms and vocabulary words in 2020 that aren't only pandemic related.
1: I like the fact that in that... Picture that Sam was just showing of all the words, China's right there in the middle. China,
0: <laughs> China.
1: We've heard enough of China this year.
0: Yes, we have. The uh, weather-wise, cloudy, calm day before the rain and wind move in for tomorrow. We are going to see showers and thunderstorms tomorrow with wind gusts near forty miles per hour. Thanksgiving looks dry but cloudy, highs in the upper 50s, much colder air set to move in at the beginning of next week with rain showers that could end as a few flakes of snow perhaps uh, mm. uh, later on when we get into next week when we reconvene but the rest of this week looks pretty good. Looks about like Thanksgiving week. Mostly cloudy, 56 today, cloudy 50 tonight. Rain and uh, rain and wind, a rain chance of 100% tonight and a uh I guess that's going to oh that's for tomorrow, and a high of 60. Michigan has certified Joe Biden winning uh, despite President Trump's campaign's overtures and legal wrangling in the state of Michigan. So Michigan officials declared Joe Biden the winner yesterday, and that was the proverbial tipping point. Mm -hmm. If you've read Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point, you know that we reach a tipping point where you can't return to the other side. And the Trump administration at least realizes that – Now's the time to give the green light to the General Services Administrator Emily Murphy, who has now cleared the way for Biden to coordinate with federal agencies ahead of the January 20th inauguration, after Trump's efforts to subvert the vote failed across multiple battleground states. President, um, of course, quick, quick to say, not conceding, mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not conceding. Mm-hmm. We'll continue to fight, but we probably should go ahead for the good of the country. Let them go ahead and start the process of, uh, of clearing the way. Now, he also did say he gave credit to a lot of his team, but in particular, Emily Murphy, who is the administrator of the GSA. She has taken a beating by people who think that she's the reason that the transition isn't happening. You know, threats made to her and, and her family being threatened. She's not the reason. She's not the commander-in-chief. She's not at the top of the pyramid. Her inaction has been a directive from other portions of the government, in particular, I think, POTUS. And so uh, he did say that you know she was to be credited and basically let her off the leash and said, go ahead. So um, three weeks after Election Day, I guess today is. We're just three weeks from Election Day.
1: We thought it would take much longer. <laughs> I, <right>? Feels <laughs> like it's been at least
0: three months. Yeah, it really <laughs> does. It, yeah, two hundred and seventy-one like months
1: later.
0: <laughs> feels like it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. The the aggravating. I think it's been no no secret that I pay attention more to CBS News, and you know this this story when they get to read this story. I mean you, but I'm surprised they weren't dancing during the commercial breaks, kicking up their heels. Yeah, and like, glitter. Oh, they they were like giving nicknames to one another. And uh, like Gail King, when she got to read this story, it was like, Joe Biden going to be the president and everything is so good. And it's like, oh, my goodness, at least pretend to be impartial. Goodness gracious. 2,135 new cases of coronavirus were reported by Governor Bashir yesterday. 160,232 cases since the beginning. Five new deaths reported uh, yesterday in the Commonwealth. The positivity rate slightly down at 8.97%. Hospitalizations up by 40 to 1,573 people. Uh, People on ventilators fell by five patients to 203. And we have seen 9,530 people in total hospitalized since the beginning and 2.6 million, we're rounding now, 2.6 million tests performed in the Commonwealth. We're not doing that extrapolated number any longer. And Crittenden, Rockcastle, Menifee, and Nicholas counties, the only four counties in Kentucky that are not currently in the red category, which is the danger category. Governor Bashir defending some of his new COVID-19 restrictions. He says what happens if we doubled in 2 weeks on a system that is already facing these problems? The answer is not only more people die, but more people die than they have to. He is talking about the healthcare system, it's it's not just the number of beds, it's not just the number of uh, ICU facilities, it's not just it's not necessarily the structure it's the service. And if you if you look at the fatigue, if you think you're tired of coronavirus, try working healthcare. You know, try try being being frontline. You have people that are being that have been moved around geographically to other areas where they are needed, which then leaves other areas to vulnerability. You have people who have left the profession, you have people who are quarantining because they were exposed and now they've You know, had to say, well, I have to go away for two weeks, so that means less people to care for you or your loved one. And the data is in now to look that if you'll follow every holiday that we've been through, there will be a spike. There will be a – if you can go all the way back to Easter and you'll see a small one because our numbers were smaller – but after Memorial Day, after the Fourth of July, after Labor Day, after Fall Break, and we, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's going to be that way. So if you've got a system that's already being uh, operating at a at a high capacity, then try and say double that number because that is likely what you could see. And um, that's that's what he's asking people to do. Is just
2: cooperate with me.
0: Give me some help here.
2: We're only one month from Christmas Eve too. Yeah, today. Yeah. so, so it's... Um, be here before we know it.
0: That it, That is right. Now, closer to home, the Grayson County Health Department has released a coronavirus update as November continues to look bleak here in Grayson County. 62 new cases of COVID-19 have been confirmed since the department's last update on Friday. And the county, since October 27th, the county has had 369. That's 41 percent of the 890 in total. I remember remember when we were you know we were following it day to day in March and April and we said oh well we're up to 19, mm-hmm. we're up to 20, oh we hit 30, can you believe that? Then we hit that milestone of 100, and how quickly I remember we got well, to new, soon to be a thousand.
2: I remember walking into the judge's office one day and I was like, how many cases do we have today? He said 12, and it was like. Oh my goodness! Twelve right. today. There was
0: a dark cloud over the building when yes. they said twelve. Twelve, and so just the the fatigue and some level of apathy. Uh, Misty, you talked with Josh Embry last hour, uh, and uh, did you learn anything new or beyond, or is he? What's his encouragement two days ahead of Thanksgiving? He's
1: just encouraging people to have Thanksgiving with the people that you've been quarantined with. Um, if you are bound and determined that you are going to have a large gathering, wash your hands, wear your face mask, practice social distancing um, in that gathering. But, you know, we, we went back to what you have said many times, what you do on Thanksgiving will dictate Christmas for many people yeah. and how Christmas is spent. So, um, you know, the two two more deaths bring us to 25, and it's it's disheartening because we're hearing now that people are – being routed to hospitals that are full and being rerouted to another hospital where there are beds available, which was our fear in the beginning of this was we would not be able to provide the same medical care for every person that came in because we would be out of beds and, the, and equipment and people to serve them.
0: Right. I would just, you know, I would just encourage people again. Um, listen, I'm, I'm struggling with the same decisions that everyone else is struggling with on what to do and what is appropriate. And you you, I don't want to be cavalier. I want to be practical about things. Um, but just kind of give some thought to what's most important. You know, if if you're saying there are a couple different things in play here, and you say, "Oh, I must celebrate Thanksgiving," well, to be clear, you can celebrate Thanksgiving by yourself. You don't you don't have to have another living human to celebrate a spirit of Thanksgiving. It's that's not required. Now, if you say, "I insist on being with my family on this on a designated Thursday in November," well, then that's a different thing. But don't mm-hmm. let's not call it Thanksgiving. It's the, the the official label is Thanksgiving. What you're saying is, I insist on gathering around a table with my family to share a meal, and as part of that, and it's an exhibition of giving some thanks. But the Thanksgiving and the meal aren't, you know, they're not directly tied to one another. So I would encourage, you know, I saw a healthcare official say yesterday, say. Even if you'll eat in different facilities, even if you will, you know, even if you'll go to this end of the building and another person will go to that end of the building and these people will go to the basement and you'll spread out and then you come together later wearing masks or, you know, just to maintain your distance and carry on a conversation Mm -hmm. from across the driveway or whatever it is, even small things like that will make a big difference because some of what you're gambling, say, well, I've got to be at my mamaw's For Thanksgiving, I get that sentiment. I completely understand, but how will you feel three weeks from now if Mamaw, or four weeks from now if Mamaw is in ICU on Christmas Eve? You know, wouldn't you have traded? This, I think, most of us would, but that's what we're—that's what we're wagering, including self and including my own family, having to weigh those things out. So, don't hear this as I'm on my soapbox telling you how you should do it. I'm more commiser- commiserating with you on what's the best thing to do here, you you know, know, how to handle this.
1: The good news is in a newscast that we had this morning. I think it was through Fox News uh, or knn was that the therapies that President Trump was given that was successful has been approved and they are now distributing those as of today so there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that's what josh and i talked about we are seeing a light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccines um and the efficacy of those and those potentially being released soon but those therapies are released today so we're getting there just hopefully this will be our last holiday we have to do it this way
0: i saw a neat um a a neat component to Mm -hmm. the uh, astrazeneca uh-huh. trial that they're doing mm-hmm. that their efficacy rate is slightly lower, about ninety percent than Moderna and Pfizer. Mm-hmm. But they believe that some of their the some of their data is showing that once you get this vaccination you're less likely to spread it. Hmm. Like, because now you get the vaccination, it means it. it you're protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily protecting the other people you come into contact with. So you're banking on everyone having the vaccine. But they're making a case that they're they, – so okay. while lower in efficacy of protecting you, mm-hmm. it does something to delay or diminish the spread from the people who are around you.
1: I hadn't thought about – I just assumed if I was vaccinating I, or vaccinated, I couldn't carry –
0: Oh yeah. I mean you're you're but, you're still yeah. carrying, it's okay. just not bothering just not bothering you. Not right? A Litchfield man has been killed in collision with a Clarkson man in Hart County. State police say that in the twelve hundred block of Cub Run Highway just west of Mumfordville this accident occurred. About 12.30 uh, Monday after yesterday afternoon, state police says that uh, their preliminary investigation indicates a 24-year-old Johnny Moran third of Litchfield was driving a uh, Volkswagen uh, southbound when he crossed the center line and struck a uh, northbound 2000 Freightliner semi-truck head-on driven by 64-year-old Benny Sims of Clarkson. Moran was transported to the med center at Caverna, where he was pronounced dead. Sims was uninjured. Tragedy for Two Grayson County. Wow. Uh, in Hart County yesterday, a, um, a Litchfield man has been injured in a smart car versus a utility pole accident in Clarkson, the, uh, about one o'clock yesterday morning, the sheriff's office, Clarkson fire and Grayson County EMS responded to the 500 block of West main street after a smart car struck a utility pole head on 25 uh, year old Jacob Wisden, uh, uh, was the driver came out of a curve uh, traveling west, traveled through a ditch onto a grassy area before striking the utility pole head-on. Server for day, broken hip was transported to Twin Lakes Regional by Grayson County EMS. Uh, a judicial panel has nominated three people to serve as circuit judge for Henry, Oldham, and Trimble counties. I bring this to you, Misty, because I know you watch these judgeship vacancies mm-hmm. because eventually they're going to call your number. Well,
1: they've they've called. I've just been busy. With oh, school. I see. I yeah.
0: but I just thought maybe there was something about Oldham or Trimble or Henry counties that you didn't like. No, I like uh, them. The judicial nominating commission selected uh, Jerry Crosby of Goshen, Kristen Hannah Fowler of Crestwood, mm-hmm. and Brittany Bailey of McKenna of Prospect to be considered for the vacancy. And the governor will decide of those three. Unless you want to throw your hat in the ring last minute.
1: No, but Hannah and I, we you know, I like all of those, but Hannah and I disagree on tattoo placement. But I told her, it's okay, go on, fill the vacancy. I got um,
0: it. You know, I'll be done with school
1: soon enough.
0: So. Uh, Billy Evans, who is a member of the 1956 gold medal winning U.S. Olympic team and Kentucky Hall of Famer who helped the Wildcats go 25-0. and 0. In 1953 and 54, has died. He was 88 years of age. And then down at Western Kentucky University, a legend in the Hilltopper uh, sphere, John Oldham, has died at age 97. He is a fixture on the Hill as a player, a coach, an administrator. He died yesterday morning in Bowling Green at age 97. His impact on WKU is so far reaching that the court at EA Diddle Arena was named in his honor in 2012. He left his mark on Hilltopper basketball in each of his roles. He earned an All-American accolades as a player in 49, later coached some of the greatest teams in Western history. He is a native of Hartford, came to WK in 1942 to play for EA Diddle. Uh, he earned All-State honors at Hartford High School, and after his freshman season, WKU served in the Navy for three years during World War II. That's a great American.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he was the 1971 coach of their Final Four team.
0: Huh, that's right. And so uh, just sad to hear that news, but long life at age 97. Mm-hmm. Uh, it certainly left an indelible And I mark. heard that he's
2: maybe the nicest man that anyone had ever met down yeah, there. Yeah, just so.
0: uh, saw a lot of people that uh, were outpouring. And then, you know, UK is getting ready to host their, what, Bluegrass Showcase or three games over about five days this weekend with Moorhead coming to uh, Rupp Arena tomorrow. But it sounds like Brad Calipari's return to Rupp Arena may be delayed. Sam, Detroit Mercy has COVID issues, and they're not going to be able to come to the game on Friday. Is that right? Yeah, they're not playing at all this weekend. So so um, what does that do? Does that mean uh, they're going to be a pickup game on Friday,
2: or what's going to well, happen? Well, so Friday it'll still be Richmond who will play Moorhead. Okay. So it'll still be a game at Rupp, just nothing. Not
0: one we want to watch.
2: Not, not particularly. Right. Um,
0: Can we get somebody else to play the cats? That's the- what they're working
2: on. But uh, I know Matt Jones from KSR yesterday said that he doesn't. He doesn't suspect that they'll be able to pick someone up three days before a game.
0: Transylvania's right down the street.
2: Just well, like, I know that there's like a, a former manager that coaches for, like, a D3 school in Missouri. He says, we can be there today, and I'll even do the laundry, he says, That's good to me. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got a
0: bur- Butterball Turkey Talk Line expert. Everything you need to know about Turkey Day coming up here on In the Know. if you really want to
1: get out of the run, do turkey.
0: Day is Brownie Locks Day. What's that? The opposite of Goldilocks Day. So oh, you qualify. Okay, I do. Misty, I guess it is a question for you. Okay. One of these days, a long, long time from now, mm-hmm. when you eventually start having to color your hair, mm-hmm. will you still be mm-hmm. able to celebrate Brownie Locks Day? I don't know. Okay. I guess I, you... Yeah, I, I
1: probably will dye my hair forever. Again, you have it a long have time... Start.
0: Yeah, when, when, when you I start, start when a I long time start. from now, yeah. when you do. It's also celebrate your special unique talent day today. I have a couple of those. M- you know, Navin Johnson in The Jerk, he discovered his special talent, but we're not allowed yes. to talk about it yes. on, the, on the radio. <laughs> I know you have lots of them. Uh, Phyllis Kramer has a special talent. She is a Butterball Turkey Talk Line expert, and she joins us from the HQ, the Butterball HQ. Good morning, Phyllis. Is that your special I- talent?
3: Good morning. My special talent is talking turkey. Yes,
0: sir. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at it, I'm sure. Uh, so this is this is uh, it's time to get serious about it. We're two days away from Thanksgiving, Ooh. and so the birds should be thawing. They should be in the refrigerator. What should we be thinking about today, Phyllis?
3: Okay, my first question I ask people when they call sometimes is. Where is your turkey? It's two days before Thanksgiving, so where is that turkey? So there's still time for people who are just a little bit, who haven't put that turkey in the refrigerator soon enough. We can help you get it thawed. So that's one of the biggest questions we're getting right now is how how long does it take to thaw my turkey? And it's amazing that it only will thaw four pounds in 24 hours in your refrigerator. It's very slow. So if your turkey was not in a week before Thanksgiving, which is what we recommend, just give us a call, 1-800-BUTTERBALL, and we'll help you, you know, tailor make that to the size of your turkey and how to thaw it faster in the cold water method. So we're here to help you. You know, um, one of my big Thanksgiving messages this year from Butterball is we're here to help you celebrate the good. And there's so many ways we can help you do that. So We're here to give you a call give us a call anytime
2: so
0: one of my changes in strategy phyllis is a lot of times i will go for a 20 or 24 pound bird do something larger but this year i went and and i'm a little embarrassed to admit i have three (laughs) 16 pound butterball turkeys thawing in the refrigerator as Mm -hmm. we speak and it's because it seems like the smaller birds are more popular this year. The smaller Butterball turkeys are more available this year because what, people are having smaller gatherings?
3: Yes, they are having smaller gatherings and also means a lot of first-time people, first-time cooks. So that's why we have lots of questions. But now, how how are you going to cook your turkeys?
0: <laughs> I'm going to do three on... Uh, I have a Masterbuilt Butterball branded uh, turkey mm-hmm. fryer so i will be oh, doing a cajun and a buffalo ranch uh, variety mm-hmm. but i use some of the smaller roasts on a non-direct mm-hmm. cooking grill as well so i'll be okay. i'll be doing multiple multiple methods but uh, i love my fryer
3: oh yeah it's wonderful you know we're in chicago here so we can fry those turkeys in the middle winter in in the indoor fryers and that is a trend we're seeing this year for people who are having gatherings outdoors we're finding more people asking questions about grilling and, of course, deep frying. But, you know, the idea is that there's so many ways to cook a turkey. And for lots of first-time cooks, we even have products that are cook from frozen. So if you want a nice little 12-pound turkey, you just pick it up from the freezer. It's in a bag already. You open the bag. It's in a second bag. Put it in the oven and you're done.
0: I've noticed Uh, that at the store, a lot of those are ready to roast bags. They even had a handle that to me, the handle says, this is easy to use. You just grab me by the handle and I'm I'm ready to go. You talk Uh, about a lot of new people who are for the first time preparing uh a meal. uh There's a lot of anxiety starting today, heading into Wednesday Uh when you're having people uh that are gathering. What would you say to a person to try to alleviate some of their anxiety?
3: Well, I would say the first thing that, Remember, is that the turkey is the easiest part of your dinner?
0: Yeah.
3: That's that's a, a concept that is foreign to some people. But let me tell you why. If you just draw when you get the turkey, if it's if it's thawed, and again, we'll we'll help you with that if you have some questions. Just just dry it. You don't have to wash it. Easy. Then brush it with oil, any kind of oil, and put the turkey in a shallow pan, about two and a half inches. And if you have a flat rack inside the pan, that's good. Okay, 325 oven, put the turkey in and close the door. No basting and not not any of that exhausting work. And generally, depending on the size, you know, turkeys will cook about three to three and a half hours, the average turkey. So a little bit more than halfway through that. So after about two hours, let's say, take a tent of aluminum foil and put that on the breast. And you can imagine, you sound like a very experienced cook, Mm -hmm. that will slow down the cooking of the breast, right? That's right. And then the thighs keep cooking. So, and again, put the turkey, you know, put the foil on, close the door. And then best advice also is to get a meat thermometer. And they're everywhere now because the trend is to overcook turkeys just to be sure when you don't really have to. So. When, you're, when you find the temperature of 170 internally inside the breast and 180 inside the thigh, you've got it. You're done. Ready See go. how easy. I mean,
0: sounds pretty You sounds spend pretty much more
3: effort on mashed potatoes or green beans than on that turkey.
0: That's true. You want to know, Phyllis, the, the area of turkey that still gives me the, the greatest level of concern or anxiety is the actual carving. Because I never yes. feel like, like oh, did mm-hmm. I get this exactly right? Because I want to mm-hmm. maximize my efforts. I've watched your videos multiple times. Oh, yeah. I was just
3: going to say that. Okay. But
0: would you, do you have some tips that you could tell us uh, when it comes to carving that we should look out for?
3: Yeah, I do. Uh, here's a thought that I uh, – uh, an idea or a tip that I think works well for me is instead of starting by taking off the thighs and drumsticks – do it, do the opposite. Take the breast off first. If you could, if you think about this, you can take off one whole side of the breast and, and then carve it. And you could do that on both sides. Then you can have two people helping you carve the, the white meat. Okay. Now you still could, the other, the traditional way is to just make a horizontal cut above the wing and then start from the bottom and then keep going straight up and down, you know, and slicing from the, You know, vertical slices and not a serrated knife, a nice straight edge knife, no serrated knife for carving. And then after you get the breast off, then take off the thighs and the drumsticks. But now you can get at them easier because, you know, you slit that skin and it just, the breast, I'm sorry, the legs just kind of open right up and then you can uh, cut off the thigh. It's a little hard to down to get the thigh off, but you'd be able to see it much better that way.
0: We romanticize the ceremonial carving (laughs) at the table. We want to do it Clark Griswold style and be able to, you know, Uh, the whole family is watching the theater of carving Mm -hmm. the turkey. Take it from someone who's done this many times. Skip that part. Don't carve it at the table. (laughs) Do it in the kitchen. Serve it on a platter, and you'll be happier, at least I think.
3: Yeah, I think there's a little drama from doing it in the kitchen though. I mean in the but if you're t- carving in the kitchen everybody's gonna be around you anyway probably. <laughs> but at the table is is a little bit more pressure. But you know, I think we're not in a hurry this day. This is a day to celebrate the good and to relax and enjoy a sense of normalcy for a while. And you know, at Butterball that really is our motto. And and I will tell you, we have we do probably fifteen thousand calls on Thanksgiving Day alone. Uh, 12 to 15, and then a couple thousand texts altogether, about 15. And then, um, you know, people are everywhere, right? They, they want to text us, 844-877-3456. Or if you have an Alexa-enabled device, guess what? All you say is, hey, Alexa, ask Butterball. She can help you. Or you can do any kind of social media Whether you want to reach us with an email or a chat Or any any other social media We're on Pinterest, we're on Instagram We're just about everywhere So there's no reason for anybody to have a stressful Thanksgiving connect with Butterball and we're, we're, we'll we'll help you. The, I, I say I'm your turkey tutor. <laughs>
0: uh, turkey tutor, that's a good label. Uh, the evolution of constantly finding new ways, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, uh, phone call, the Alexa skill that mm-hmm. you're talking about, but also yeah. important to point out, a lot of people maybe aren't celebrating Thanksgiving day after tomorrow. They might be celebrating into the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's not as if you mm-hmm. all close up shop and go home Thursday no, I, afternoon. You're there through the holiday season.
3: We are. We're here through Christmas Eve, actually. So we, we have a lot of people. And, you know, Canadian people have already had their Thanksgiving in October. Mm-hmm. But a lot of Canadian callers will be talking turkey with us in December, as sure. well as, of course, people in our country celebrating Christmas. But it's busy. Yeah, we're busy. It's not just a Thanksgiving Thanksgiving time. Do you have a, no, most, we're a,
0: do you have a most memorable call of all time?
3: Oh, well, I have so many fun... Stories And a lot of the funny stories that I get about thawing, as I mentioned earlier, about getting that turkey thawed, people are doing it in electric blankets or in the dishwasher. And a lady said, don't worry, I won't use any soap. Oh. <laughs> no, it's okay. If one person wanted to do it in the dryer, I thought, oh, my gosh, how can that happen? But, you know, people are desperate when they, they, then they call and ah, take a breath, we'll help you. But my memorable call was a young man who called and said, you know, our families, this is last year. And be together, both families, and we'd like to announce our engagement. And I'd like to put the ring inside the turkey.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I don't know about that one. You know, so we we had a good conversation, <laughs> and I said, "I'll stay with you on the phone as long as it's going to take, so that you feel good about what you're going to have to do." So I I discouraged him from putting it directly in the stuffing and having to put that ring on your finger with goop on it. But you know yeah. what? It was such a nice, tender kind of gesture. But
0: Okay, so you know, do you know what she said? Did she say yes? <laughs>
3: <laughs> he didn't call me back. <laughs> okay.
0: We'll just imagine that they
3: lived happily ever yeah. after. You're right. But, you know, also, Mark, there's a lot of people who are celebrating differently this year through Zoom. And um, I had a man call yesterday, and their, their family is having a competition. Whose turkey looks the best? They're They're going on looks first. And then they're going to have people, you know, vote and whatever. And so I spent some time with him because I said, you know, I want you to win. Let's, (laughs) let's get on this. Let's get after this so we can, we can figure it out. But it was so, it was a wonderful in a different way. So even though these times are not as normal as we normally would like them to be, um, we can help with that normalcy by in different ways people are connecting. Sure. You know, and and actually, in many ways, people are spending more quality time together. If you think about it, if you're dedicated on a Zoom call, you're just going to be there. You know, you're not going to have a few minutes together and then everybody's in a different room on Thanksgiving Day. I think we're having some good quality time this Thanksgiving, even though it's it's in a difficult time. Absolutely, we're celebrating the good in many ways as we can. And you know, call us, uh, text us, find us. But we'll be happy to help you no matter where you are. I'm, I'm working remotely right now in my kitchen.
0: Oh, very good. Hey, Phyllis, we got to go. Thanks, as always, for all your okay. help. And have a very happy Thanksgiving.
3: Happy Thanksgiving. I'm happy to talk to you today.
0: Uh, thanks. Take thanks. care. That's Phyllis Kramer from the Butterball Turkey Talkline Expert. Got to get to a break. Back with more here on In the Know.
3: Feel your plate and feel your drink.
1: And fill this house with family. Kind of love a thousand miles can't wash away. Because the older that I get, I see life short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving day.
0: Did you know? The more features your phone has, the longer you spend on the toilet. I mean, there's a correlation between the number of apps that you have mm-hmm. and the features. Please don't
1: take your phone to the toilet. The time with you, you
0: spend on the throne.
1: Ew. Hmm? Oh. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just
0: get some oh, magazine please. subscriptions or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's, I've it's said uh, this
1: before. I don't understand why you guys <laughs> go in there and camp.
0: I don't think it's just guys, by the way. I don't camp. Because no one bothers us. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Some
1: people
2: like
0: are Thank le- you sanctuary. for at least giving yes. an answer. <laughs> yes. uh, it's,
2: it's, it is quiet. It's, no one bothers you.
0: Ken, Ken Jennings is among the guest hosts that Jeopardy! has selected. So there's been quite the debate over the last couple of weeks. What will Jeopardy do? They are returning to production. Um, So uh, Alex Trebek uh, passed away earlier this month. I guess it was right after the election. I Mm -hmm. think the weekend after the election. Mm -hmm. So about two and a half weeks ago. And we found out then on roughly November the 8th that they had enough shows banked until Christmas. But then... They would have some disruption of the holidays in there because they would lose production time for Thanksgiving week, etc. So uh, they've got to get busy doing producing more shows right. so that they have something starting with the day after Christmas. They have not released who the other guest hosts will be. Ken Jennings is the obvious choice; he has the longest win streak. Uh, win streak won the goat tournament. You know he competed against the other the other guys who were considered some of the best. And has the title, but I still maintain he's not the long-term choice.
2: Do do you read these guest co-hosts as tryouts?
0: I do. I, I think uh, they they want to give dress rehearsals and they want to give people the ability to test drive before they they check. Um, you know, but I've heard you know him. I've heard various ones. I still would be open-minded to the Levar Burton idea. Uh, I saw him on his episode of um, Big Bang Theory. Over the weekend, when he made his guest appearance, and so, I, Levar Burton, knowledge, you know, operates at a high level. I just that would be fine for me. I would like to see him get a shot. If Jennings doesn't look like he's an eight-year-old in a in a forty-year-old suit, then I'd be is open that a, to the is idea. That a problem? <laughs> he just doesn't. He just looks like a child. He does. To me, he does. I don't.
1: I, I don't watch Jeopardy, so I don't know him. I, yeah, maybe. I don't.
0: You see what I'm saying? He just doesn't. He doesn't seem to have any charisma.
1: He doesn't have that.
0: Listen, factor. he's great at what he does, and sure. I'd be happy to call him the greatest of all time on Jeopardy. But that doesn't make him the host,
1: right? That's two different. It's two different things.
0: Just I, I, I don't know. Uh, dancing with this, I am anxious to see the list of who else though. Like Ken Jennings
2: was a no-brainer. Give me the ones that you had to reach for a little bit. They, how do you think, what is it, like each guy going to get a week? What do you think? Or each person going to get a week? What do you think? I don't
0: know. They might, if they offered me a week, they'd probably send me home after one show.
2: <laughs> but there's
1: a, it's not like the host makes up the questions. Right. So but, why are you going for Ken Jennings?
0: Yes, that's a good, well, I think that he's the, I think he's obviously that. Intelligent, he, he's the encyclopedia of Jeopardy in that, because you, you don't, you, you don't make up the questions, right? But Alex spent time in the writers' room with the questions, learning more, learning some of the nuance. They would also talk about well, this is the answer, but these could be some of the subjective answers, and you you have to navigate, you know, and officiate the game in a in a way that I think it just takes more than you being smart to do it.
1: But I think you start with the host qualities, what makes a good host, and then you teach them how to ask the questions and the answers instead of working the opposite way with Jenny. I just
0: think that he's so notorious as the greatest of all time. I think the Jeopardy, the Jeopardy sphere, Jeopardy fans mm-hmm. want to see him and say, but can you host?
1: Well, I mean, Can it, yeah, you do sure. that? You know, I would, I would probably even tune in to watch that, even though I didn't watch him. I'll uh, just anything. be
0: like, you know, maybe he'll blow you away.
1: Eight year old.
0: Maybe he, maybe he will. I, I,
1: Maybe he's been practicing in front of the mirror. It's like
0: they have to put a, a apple box behind the podium for him to stand on so he can see over the top of it. He's just, I don't know. Uh, Caitlin Bristow won season 29 of Dancing with the Stars last night. I probably watched more Dancing with the Stars last night than I've watched ever.
1: Were you impressed with it?
0: Um, Who is she? She's uh say, is she from the Bachelorette? <laughs> yeah, she's a okay. Bachelorette. That's that's, that's, that's well, why I don't know Yeah, yeah former Bachelorette star. I tell here. you though, I d I didn't know Nellie was still in the final four. Oh, was I like really? seeing Nellie and Nellie performed. Yeah. And then uh Derek Huff did uh did a dance routine? I was like, "Holy it's, moly, it's that's good. really good!" Yeah. Did
2: Carol Baskins make it? No, and I really watched. No, to her she walk went out. She so went long. out
0: the week, the other week that I watched. So the second most time that I've ever watched. And I think Tyra Banks now holds the record for most wardrobe changes in a two-hour television program. Okay,
1: all right.
0: She was wearing some type of halo thing. That yeah, I I, I don't know. That's uh, bizarre. So, but you're asking why were you watching Dancing with the Stars? It's because I didn't want to watch The Voice, and um, TBS was showing Bob's Burgers or something that I won't watch. Everything on CBS is something that I need to record to watch later with uh, The Misses. And so I was like, okay, Dancing with the Stars, it's the finale. I can at least talk about it on the show tomorrow. So I did.
1: <laughs> show prep. <laughs> like,
0: that's right. That's so, show, so here I am. I, show, did, my, I did my bit. <laughs> I guess. That's Could you right.
1: show us some of the moves? That would be a much better bit. Now that we're on camera.
0: You, you know what happened the last time you and I had a dance. On. I didn't, I didn't like say I later. was going to
1: compete. I just, just said show me what you brought to the table. We got the wide today. shot ready. I'm going to yeah. save <laughs> it for
0: tomorrow. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for oh, save yeah, it for whatever. Tomorrow. Do the turkey trot tomorrow. But I was just I was just kind of really impressed with everybody. The singing okay. in the rain routine was good. Oh. Uh and it's still I just I you know Derek Huff is I like,
1: like to watch people dance. Way better than, like dancing with the Way stars. better than
0: Fred Astaire was, oh, at yeah. least to me. Uh, Mike Tyson reveals 100 pound weight loss. Mike Thank Tyson, you. the math marauder has dropped 100 pounds. Wow, good for you, Mike. Iron Mike okay. drops a drops a honey. Al Roker returns to today two weeks after undergoing prostate cancer surgery. Hopefully, his recovery continues uh, to go well. And um, a troubling, troubling news for me is that I learned this morning that Patrick Mahomes, like the darling QB <laughs> of the NFL, I like Mahomes a lot. He puts ketchup on his Thanksgiving dinner.
2: Well, he also puts it on a steak.
0: Now, you may think that that's troubling for me, that he puts the ketchup on his Thanksgiving dinner. That's no. not the troubling part. No, the troubling do. part is it's Hunt's. It's
1: Hunt's. Great. Nobody no. eats Hunt's ketchup. Dude. It's gross. Um,
0: Talk Hines. to John Kerry. He's back in the political world. Get some Heinz.
1: He's been paid a lot of money to say that because Hunts knows have. that they should have never tried ketchup. Oh, yeah, it's just it's like Stick with the tomato paste when to you, be done.
0: When the when the Heinz truck crashes on the way to the store, then you might have Hunts, but <laughs> otherwise, no,
1: I'll just do with that. Come I on, Pat. Huns. Pat,
0: got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know.
3: Far through my through door.
1: I've got
0: plenty to be thankful for. MB's point to ponder for today: big yacht to sail from liking to the Bing Crosby choice. Still, I've got plenty great to be oh, boo, 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 boo. Love it. I can't listen to the Christmas album yet, so I got to settle for Bing Crosby, for Crosby Thanksgiving song. Uh, MB's point to ponder: remember the good old days when Black Friday <laughs> was on a Friday.
1: Forever.
0: <laughs> It got out. It got out. The genie got out of the lamp Uh and can't get back in. And so now we had to COVID it. Mm -hmm. So let's spread Black Friday over four weeks. Mm -hmm. And so now it's not a Black Friday thing. It's a holiday sales.
2: That's why I'm I'm a Cyber Monday. I like doing all my stuff online and it pops up at my door sometime in the next week.
1: But it's not even Cyber Monday this year. Like everything no. is online. Like, it's really, yeah. you know, they're releasing a couple things every other day. You know what online. it is?
0: It's a blur. Yeah. The whole thing is a blur. That's mm-hmm. what it is. I'll tell you what's not a blur. I thought I didn't have time for this story, but um, I circled back. <laughs> Starting Friday, Krispy Kreme will be debuting its nicest holiday collection. It's a two brand new festive donuts. Along with a returning favorite, Festive Tree Donut, it is, which is a made up a red velvet cake batter filled donut. Oh, wow. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't even care about the rest of them. Yeah. Red velvet cake batter filled donut. Yes, please.
1: Who decided to put cake batter in a donut and then made it finally red velvet? <laughs> I've never heard of such. It's, it is your it is your Christmas a, it's a miracle. It's a
0: Christmas miracle. It is. Is what it is. So we're at, going to get so, these on Friday? Um,
1: so you will be out on Black Friday. I don't know
0: about we. Somebody's going to get these on Friday <laughs> is what they're doing. Uh, on television tonight. Yeah, I guess I better get to the television schedule for tonight. What some of you will be watching. The Voice, The Knockouts Part 3. On NBC tonight, a Christmas tree grows in Colorado. Ah, Hallmark Channel's going out west. Just one. A woman who is in charge of her town's Christmas celebration must win over a firefighter to obtain a magnificent mm. spruce tree from his property for the festivities. A Christmas tree grows in Colorado. I
1: bet he's in uniform. On the
0: Hallmark Channel. The
1: entire movie.
0: Uh, on CMT, the season 15 premiere of the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders' Making the team.
1: This is brutal. Have I you did. ever watched this? I watched no, a little bit. I it's brutal, this. isn't it? I
2: didn't know this. It's something.
1: It is something. Yeah, but it's like, the people
2: what? though that like it. They are into it. But I could. Oh, be, yeah. But I could be interested.
1: Listen, cheer. Or uh, yeah, cheerleader.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, our, are our, our Twitter word. learned that uh yeah, cheerleaders are.
0: <laughs> there was a time in my life there where I a I, different I mean level of I, competition I pretended there. that the Cowboys were my favorite football team and I learned their answers, you know, I, I like learned names. Oh, yeah. Roger Staubach. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Landry. Yeah, got it. But really it was more about the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Seriously. else. At least I'm honest about it. Yes, we appreciate that. Uh, Today's highlight in history this date in 1859, Charles Darwin published On the Origin of Species, which explained his theory of evolution by means of natural selection. How many times have you read that? Twice. (laughs) I read it. Oh, (laughs) I. First time front to back, last time back to front. Mm-hmm. I got it. Okay.
2: I skimmed the first one and then had to do it. deep Let me reading. guess.
0: It erased all the knowledge of the book and you didn't learn anything. <laughs> well, right? no.
1: Darwin did that later in his life when he said, I don't even believe my theory of evolution anymore. In
0: 1963, Jack Ruby that. shot and mortally wounded Lee Harvey Oswald. In 1991, rock singer Freddie Mercury died in London at age 45. If you've not seen Bohemian Rhapsody... Watching, That's good. It's the soundtrack, just the, oh. Mm-hmm. And when they come back and do Live Aid, when they yeah. get back together yeah. and they do Live Aid and he does his, his talk and echo with the crowd, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, it gives me cold chills. Uh, a year ago today, Michael Bloomberg formally uh, launched a Democratic bid for president. Well, I wish he had just given me that money instead, all that money that Michael Bloomberg wasted mm-hmm. and then went to Florida and he couldn't he couldn't buy any primaries for himself and still lost florida. Oh goodness. A year ago today, Frozen 2 took in 127 million dollars domestically and 350 million dollars worldwide in its opening weekend breaking several records.
2: Can you imagine if that would have come out this year? What would it Disney would have had to get real creative. I know yeah. they probably would have done the same thing they did with Mulan. Yeah, but they... even then Frozen's in almost a different I now. think they
0: would have shelved it. No. I think they would have shelved it. it would have Waited a
2: year? It.
1: No, it, it would have been the reason all of us had COVID at the same time. Because people would have still gone to <laughs> that's see it. Possible. I'll chance it. That's what they <laughs> said. My baby wants to see it. I'm R- going to take her to Rock, see it. Drummer
0: Pete Best is 79 today. Man. Is the worst thing that ever happened in that guy's life getting thrown out of the Beatles?
1: Can you imagine being him? <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I'm over here drumming. Everybody knows my name, but not for good reasons. I'm the guy that got thrown out of the Beatles. Right. Uh, Colin Hanks is 43 today. Tom Hanks' son. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson's son. Catherine Heigl is 42 today. Sarah Hyland is 30. And should say happy birthday to Whitney Carman, friend of the show and guest co-host. She's celebrating oh, her a birthday? birthday today. Yep. Happy
1: birthday, and Whitney. She was here
0: last week covering mm-hmm. for you one day. And she's also going to be a new mama again mm-hmm. here in about uh, two weeks. Gone I've forgotten, Zachary Taylor. Our 12th president, born this date in 1784. Albin Barkley was born this date in 1877, 35th vice president of the United States, but fellow Kentuckian. Paducah, oh. right? That's right. From down there. Lake Barkley, named for vice president Barkley. Uh, Joseph, Sam, I feel like my bat, my baseball IQ, as far as history goes, I've been to Cooperstown to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, granted, I was a kid when it happened. but It's on my bucket list. I. I feel like I know, thanks to my dad, a lot about baseball history, but I don't know how this one slipped by me. This date in 1911, a guy named Joseph Ducky Wucky Medwick was born. He played for the St. Louis Cardinals and the Brooklyn Dodgers. For his career, he batted 300 or better 14 times, won the triple crown of baseball, passed away in 1975. How is it that I've never heard of Ducky Wucky
2: Medwick? Medwick, that last name sounds familiar, but I would think that that nickname would have, would have stuck with me.
1: How, as a, a mother who named three children didn't know Ducky Wucky was an option? It was never laid on the table exactly. for any of us. It I'm was saying. not in that baby name book I got at the shower. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm saying. That's
1: disappointing. Does Eli get
0: a new name? Ducky. Yes, he is.
1: <laughs> We're going to adopt a kid just so he can use the name.
0: Ducky Wucky Thomas. <laughs> Number one in 1956, Guy Mitchell was number one with singing the blues. I
1: think my husband will get a new name. That'd be more fun. He doesn't have a good He nickname. would
0: love to be called Ducky I you know.
1: Up. I call him like, you know.
0: Would love Pump, it.
1: Yeah, pumpy, yumpkins, schnickles. But Ducky Wucky's good. <laughs>
0: 19.
1: I don't really do. There's a song.
0: 1965.
1: My cuppy tape gumdrop.
0: Montana bass rescue me I remember so I think I've shared with you what level of influence the movie Good Morning Vietnam had on my life but I didn't really realize it until later but I can remi- I can imagine the first time I saw Robin Williams jocking a song and he talks over the intro and hits the post of this song and I just remember going. Wow. I <laughs> wouldn't we'll do that. Well, all that energy that yeah. he brought to yeah, that opening, yeah, you know, that opening time in the studio. Just goodness. Yeah, it was good It stuff. was, uh, it was uh, clearly left an impression on me. 1974 was the year. Billy Swan was number one with I Can Help. Together,
1: I don't what it is. If you need
0: I got so Anybody needs help, just call Billy. Yep, he's. Uh, Everybody needs a He Billy. goes through a whole list. There if you does. need this, if you need that, I can. But if you need help moving, don't call me. Yeah, he's
1: like Meatloaf. <laughs> I can do anything for love, I, but I won't do. I, that. I can
0: help with about anything except if you're no, moving. No, no, no. And don't call me then. Eighty-three. Paul McCartney. Michael Jackson. Say, no, say, say. Number one. Ninety two, Rump Shaker was number one, Family Affair, Mary J. Blige in 01, What's My Name, Rihanna in ten. And Senorita, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello was number one a year ago today. They are the best dun- duet dun- ever these oh, two. Okay. When Michael Jackson comes in, yes. after Paul McCartney sets it up, he says all alone I sat by the phone, yes. like when that is like <sighs> Yeah, Coach. Goodness, it was really I good. Have- good. Best, yes. MB's Pearl Wisdom for today. Find a victory in every defeat to remain hopeful and find a defeat in every victory to remain humble. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Sam.